Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. Before we get started in today's episode, which is so good, by the way, we have Lillian Gray Charles, and she is a personal stylist that just does not only work with your body type and your coloring and all that stuff. Like she works with the energetics of you. She works with your soul essence, and she is just such a joy and a dear friend of mine. And I'm so excited to bring this conversation to you today. Um, I wanted to also tell you about a couple things. Number one, we have got a few more spots available for the um, homecoming retreat that is happening in November, November 2nd through the 5th. So go check out the link in the show notes and see if that information resonates with you. And come retreat with us. It's going to be amazing. There's just the most uh, like powerful, badass group of women that have already signed up. So it is going to be incredible. And number two, I wanted to let you know that this offer just kind of landed on my heart um, to put out there. Um, but I thought it would be fun for us to finish out the year of 2023 with a bang. So I created the Cosmic Garden Party, and it's basically going to be like a um, mastermind manifestation party where we're just coming together and we are learning how to work with all of these new frequencies that are coming into our existence because we are working with like whole new dimensions, you know, like we are so, we are becoming multidimensional and, and we don't know what it's like to, to manifest in these new realms of, of consciousness. Like our souls are, are, have, we've uncovered so much. We've done so much work that there's like all these new versions of us and all these new dreams that are coming up. And it's like, wait, is this possible? How do I really do this? So I just thought it would be really fun for us to come together as a group and just cheer each other on and really see actually what is possible for ourselves. So check out the link in the show notes and it begins like now, like in August and it will go out through the end of the year. So that way we can begin 2024 with a bang and really maybe hopefully know what the heck we're doing, (laughs) but at least if not, we're doing it together. And I think that that's the main thing is just us being excited about exploring these unchartered territories together and learning together and just doing everything together. You know, that this is the new way. So I am so excited to bring you today's episode and please let Lily and I know how it lands with you and you can check out all the information with the offers and Lillian stuff all in the show notes. All right. Bye. Lillian. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited for 
these listeners to get to know you if they don't already know you. And just for them to, I just feel like you are going to expand so many minds today in this conversation. So hello, welcome. And let's just start by you saying what it is that you do. Okay. So my name is Lillian Charles and I, um, I help women break out of their monotony of their day-to-day with what they get dressed and what they think about themselves and how they move through the world and help them see more possibility, not just in the way they express in their clothing, but in the way they speak to themselves and the way that they ask for things that they want and, um, just their, just expand their whole world view of what what it is that they believe is possible for themselves. Mm. And so you do that and you are an energy healer. Like you, ev- I know everything that you do is infused with Reiki and just your intuition and everything. So, so let's really go into that aspect of what it is that you do. Okay. Um, so yeah, people always ask like, how does that kind of intertwine? And obviously we have energy in our bodies, but we also have energy in our homes and in the things that we bring into our homes and things that we choose for ourselves, whether that's our mindset or our clothes or the way that we even have like our closet set up and getting dressed is like eating. It's something that you do every single day. So if you are walking into your closet and you're having all of these thoughts flood you about what you used to look like or what you wish you look like or what you wish you could wear, then all of that is just kind of getting rattled around in your energetic body. So when women come to me, the first thing we look at is what works, what is like definitely absolutely like a win every single time. And not just like, oh, it's this specific dress, although I like to see that. I like to show them like the grand scheme of what works on the shell of the body so that they have some sense of a formula of like, yeah, every single time I put this on, it's a win. Maybe I have to adjust the size or I have to adjust the color, but I know what works. And all of a sudden things get a little bit lighter just from that first deciphering what indeed works. And then from there, really understanding what doesn't work. And then not holding on to the things that don't work. That I think is the biggest energy suck ever is when we just keep holding on to the things that do not work. So those are probably the first two avenues that we get into for energy healing is what absolutely works. Let's focus on that. And what absolutely does not work. Let's get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because in that letting go of what does not work, that's painful. Any sort of letting go is painful. Like you're letting go of past versions of yourself. You're letting go of past, you know, sizes of yourself, you know, mm-hmm. like as your body changes and, um, and, and that is just, that's so interesting, isn't it? Like how uncomfortable that letting go is, and it truly is a purging and, you know, it's that whole, um, you know, what brings, what sparks joy, you know, like when, when you can really just with everything that you are shopping for and looking for, like what brings me joy, what makes me happy. And, and it's so funny because my style has changed and evolved a lot over the years. And I feel like now 
I, I know who I am. I know how I want to express myself. I know what feels comfortable on my body. Um, and then this is, I'm sure you deal with this all the time too. Like the financial things that come into purchasing new items, because you want to have these nice things, you know, but, oh, you know, then you're dealing with like money blocks, money shit too. So you probably literally cover all of it. Right. Yeah. Well, I think honestly, people, people get so tied up on the money and I'm like, it's easier than you think. Stop buying stuff that you're not going to wear. Stop holding on to stuff that you're not already wearing because you're literally wasting money. Just like you're just, there's so many shit shame cycles that happen when you walk into your closet. It's like when you walk in and things don't fit, you spent money on them and you're not wearing them. You put it on and then you take it off because you're not sure like why this color is so bad on you. Then you're like, it, I mean, it's just these like things where you just get wrapped up in this. Like, what if you just took that shit away? Like, what if it wasn't there to like, I always talk about clothes, like, um, like beauty and the beast. Like there are these inanimate objects that have these voices. Like, what if you walked in and there weren't a bunch of voices being like, Hey, I don't fit you. You spent too much money on me. You wasted all this money. Like, what if none of those voices were there and all you had were your buddies, you walked in, you meet your friends and you're there like, Oh, I love you. I can't wait to get on you. And I'm so excited to be here with you. Like, what if your clothes were literally supporting you, cheering for you and you put them on and you walk out and people are like, damn, you look amazing. The money thing is getting wasted when you're not being intentional. And it's not getting wasted when you are being intentional. Yeah. Period. (laughs) Right. And and it's so true because I, I noticed me because I used to always you know, with my money stuff, I would like go shop at the, at the, you know, only the sale rack, which I'm still a sucker for a sale rack, not going to lie. But the way that I am so much more focused on the quality of what I am getting, that's the game changer. And what's been really fun is allowing my girls to have that same experience of like what, you know, what they want to buy when we're out shopping. And, and I mean, I didn't mean for this conversation to go to money, but like it really money and clothes are very tied in together. I think for a lot of people, cause I grew up, you know, never, you know, I had that one pair of guest jeans when I was, uh, in high school. And that was like, what? I mean, that was like the biggest thing I I remember getting was a pair of guest jeans because we couldn't afford the guest jeans because they were that was expensive. And so we shot the sale, we would go to Goodwill. And, and so for me, when my girls were coming into teenager age where they cared about what they would buy and what they were wearing, I could so sense myself projecting my thoughts and my beliefs of, of that around money and clothing. But then as I began to heal my, my inner wounds and, and heal my own stuff. It's like now taking them shopping is so fun for me. Cause I love to be like, they'll, or, you know, I'll witness them being like, Oh, we can't, I, I know that's a lot. I don't want to get that. I'm like, but does it make you happy? And will you wear a lot? And they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'll wear that thing all the time. And I'm like, okay, let's get it. And it's just oh. so fun to be able to be that now, you know, and every time we go shopping, I'm like, shopping is so fun. Whereas before it was always like, Oh, I don't want to do it, but it really is about that quality. 
Yeah, it is. And I will say, you know, I'm what I spend on clothes now in my thirties is so different from what I spent on my clothes in my twenties. Like it's so, so, so different. And a lot of the women that I work with they're they come to me and they're like, I'm ready to graduate. I actually want to spend a little bit more money, but I don't even know how, and I don't want to spend money on the wrong things. And I don't want to spend money on this brand just because it's like, the brand that I think I'm supposed to have for this session that I'm in. And I'll be honest with you. Like yesterday I had on a pair of like amazing jeans and an amazing top and, and shoes that I love, but they weren't like designer shoes. I looked down and I was like, I got every single piece that I'm wearing on sale, but they were like brands that I loved that happened to be on sale. It was like, I was looking through like one of them, the shoes and the jeans, I was at two different stores in person and I just fell in love with them and I picked it up and they were on sale. And I was like, like I fell in love with it. And then it just happened to be that way. And I think that instead of thinking like, well, let me wait until it goes on sale. Let me wait until I have more money. Let me wait, 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 wait. I think it's better to just go in and like, let yourself be surprised by how good things can be. And what a great metaphor for life, right? right? That maybe it'll just work out. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, it really is. Um, it's been a, a fun evolution, like just me witnessing me of how my style has changed and how I have allowed myself to explore different trends and, and what feels appropriate, you know, like age appropriate now or not now, or like what's, what can I show or what can I not show? And I feel like a lot of my listeners are, you know, in that 30 to 40 range and 50 and 60 and 70 range, you know? And so it's like, well, how do we know what is appropriate, you know? And that's where I feel like we, we get tied to the rules and it's like, well, but what brings you joy? Like, what do you, like, if you're wearing something and you feel, and it makes you feel so good and so sexy or whatever, then it's like, who cares what anybody else thinks, right? No, I completely agree. And I, and my mom just turned 70 this year. And I, when, when I work with women that are in their fifties and sixties, they're like, yeah, but I'm not your age. And I'm like, well, guess what? My mom has almost an identical wardrobe to mine. We have the same bags we have, and we have similar taste, right? Like that's just the way it's shaked out. But, um, we have the same bags. We have the same jeans. We have the same workout clothes and we look different in them. We have some of the same jackets. Um, but we don't look, she doesn't look like she's trying to be 35. She's 70. She has full head of gray hair. She has really cool glasses that she wears every single day. She doesn't always wear shoes as tall as mine, but the jeans and the basics and the foundation of these things, like we should be able to express the way we want to at any age. And if that's extra lipstick, more cleavage, go for it. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about body types and, um, like for me, um, I've got like more of a thin upper body, you know, so I always love to accentuate my upper body and, um, but I, I feel like I just got this memo, like in the past, like 10 years to like accentuate what, what my positives are. And then like, so I love my flowy bottoms because I got a big old booty. Um, so I've got the flowy bottoms with the tight tops is usually how I realize what, what I feel the, the most confident in, the most comfortable in. 
So Vaughn, I think we should mention in case there are people that have not met you in person, how tall you are. Oh yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> yeah. How, so just how tall are you? 5'10"? Yeah. 5'10". Yeah. So Vaughn does have a, what I would call a wider base. Her hips are wider. She's got a nice round booty. You're not flat chested up top. You just are wider at the bottom. If we were to look at the outline of your shape, you're wider on the bottom. Your boobs are not what I call Nicki Minaj boobs, meaning they don't go way out to the sides. They're not like the curvy, like perfect proportion out in out. That is a little bit more rare than people think. You're what I would call like a busty pair because you have chest volume but you don't have that, um, out in out. That's like super symmetrical from your, the outside of the, of your boobs into your waist and then down to your hips. So sometimes I see women go really tight up top because they're like, well, this is my smaller part. So I should go as small as possible up top because that'll take away from my bottom. You're actually accentuating the discrepancy between the two. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So you're actually accentuating like, look, I'm up top. Don't look down below because <laughs> it's a lot bigger. When actually you're, and amazingly, what you do really well is you use a lot of accessories. And when your hair is down, it is like such gorgeous balance. And when you do your necklines the way you do them, like right now you've got on this double layered, multicolored, double tank thing that is a deep V. That's a really great way to circumnavigate. If you're going to go a little bit more fitted up top and do the flowy bottoms, then we need to have a lot of visual interest going on up top. I'm a similar shape, but it's a little bit more of like an athletic build in that I've got these honking shoulders, like really big shoulders and not hardly any chest. So usually I'm like two sizes up from my shoulders to my chest. And so I do a lot of things like right now, if you're watching this as a visual, I've got on these kind of like wingtip sleeves and I've got, a, it's actually a dress, a wrap around the waist, and then it flows out. But when I wear this kind of thing with sleeveless, I can look a little bit like a brick up top and then just an A-line and a triangle. So sometimes I ask women to look at this like it's building blocks that they're playing with with a child. So you've got a cube, you've got a cylinder, you've got a pyramid. And if you are not looking at your body like that, then you're going to keep seeing the same silhouettes of like, skinny, wide, 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 or whatever your body is. And it's not going to be the right building blocks. The beauty of this is you just use the clothes to create the balance. That's it. That's it. That's all you do. You use the clothes to create the balance. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's not to be, we all need to look like Kim Kardashian. We all need to look curvy. We all need to look an XYZ kind of way. It's we're just creating visual interest and balance throughout. So it's a little bit more like architecture. So when you walk into a room and you look there, there's windows next to you and you look across the room and there's a mirror, the light is getting reflected from the, from the windows in the reflect, the light's getting reflected back all over the room. Now, if we took that mirror away and put it on the same side as the windows, then like that mirror isn't really serving a purpose to create more light. And that's the same way thing with clothes. It's not so much that people are walking around doing things all wrong. It's just that if we just move the clothes or move the mirror or move the rug or move the piece of art. And I'm not an interior designer. 
but there could be so much more visual interest and balance and it could serve the room more, which if you think about your body, like the space that you live in, then it's very like a congruent message there. Oh, that's so good. That was so perfectly explained you about how we are and how we can live and decorate ourselves Yeah, to it's like feng shui for the body. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, and once you, I, what I hear from clients all the time, especially after like an initial session, they'll write me back and they'll be like, I can never unsee this again. Like I can never go back to what I was doing because I, for so long was being like, my body is wrong. My body is wrong. My body is wrong. My body is wrong. When your body is so fucking right, but your clothes are not highlighting and creating balance in the way that they could. Yeah. And since clothes are the choice that we have, we don't always have this body choice, right? I can't be taller. I can't have like more narrow shoulders, but I can choose my clothes Yeah, and make really good choices there. Yeah. So let's talk about that, about the way that um, women feel about their bodies, right? Like that relationship that they have with their bodies and the vision that they have of their body and how it changes and how your work helps to almost like deepen more of a relationship with their body. Yeah. So I think that I, I can't talk about this without talking about creativity and that when we look at our bodies and we're like, how do I fix this thing? How do I like make this less of what it is or more of the, of more so whatever it is that we want than what it is currently. It's more about like, how can I decorate this? It's not so much like, how can I alter this and fix it and make it something that it's not? It's how can I put this, my own creative spin on what it is that I'm doing with this body? So, I mean, I have worked with some pretty extreme cases, whether that is like someone who is 4'11 and has like, you know, a quadruple G boobs. I've worked with women that are 6'4", 6'2". I've worked with women um, who have extreme scoliosis. I've worked with women. um, I worked with one woman who had um, such severe polio that she was like different sizes on her legs, on her feet. And Again, I think it goes back to the drawing board of like, what is the vision that you want for yourself as this creative being, this creative soul? And how can we just adorn this body that you're in and find the right shapes for it versus staying so stuck in this, I wish it were different. I wish it were different. Why isn't it different? I want it to be different. I want it to be different. Yeah. It's a creative, it's more like creativity is the cure. Yeah. It's like shifting the perspective of the way that you look and think about your body. Whereas if you're looking at the same things that you've always bought, always worn. And I feel like, um, with, with me just using me as an example, like when I go into my closet, I, I'm very drawn, like whatever colors, you know, which I feel like has a lot to do with our auras and like maybe what, um, you know, I'll notice when I'm doing, um, some deeper healing work that I'm really drawn to like more like burnt colors, like deeper Mm. reds and oranges. And like, I'm just like, and and darkers, like Mm. I I really, I, of course I might be the odd one. I really don't 
have a ton of black, you know, like I I really don't. And that's so interesting because I know that black is so many people's go to, but, um, but like when I'm in the, when I'm just going through the emotional aspect of things, like how that chooses what I'm going to wear. And then when I'm feeling more light and happy, like how my colors are so much more lighter and happier, you know, like I'm going for the whites and the light grays and the yellows and, and just the bright things. Um, and so, I think that that's so interesting when we allow our intuition to really guide what we wear, you know, and how we shop and, and, and shopping for any mood and transition that you may be going through. Yeah. And I think a lot of women, especially like right in those post COVID months were coming to me, like, please, for the love, help me get out of my sweatpants. And there have been, there's been such a shift in the fashion industry, which I don't often reference. You probably don't hear me talk about like the fashion industry that often, but I do feel like the fashion industry is meeting us where we are and like, Hey, we were in comfort for two, two, two and a half years and we were home. And so like, we're actually not going to purchase those things that feel like shit and are really stiff. And we don't want to do that anymore. So the retail industry is like, really like, Hey, now we're offering these things that feel XYZ. And I think that that's where, I mean, so many women write to me and they're like, I just want to be comfortable. And I'm like, there's so many ways to be comfortable and not to look sloppy. And I think, um, that's not a dig, but I don't think people are fully making all those connections between what retail is offering now comfort and how to put it on their bodies and how to pull it all together. Um, that's why I make a lot of these lookbooks for like my membership and that kind of thing. It's not like, Hey, come dress like me. It's like, Hey, don't forget that there are all these brands that are out here serving you and you don't have to wear the leggings. Yeah. If you don't want to. Right. If you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause for me, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't enjoy wearing leggings a lot. I mean, like I, I like to put on clothes and get dressed mm-hmm. and, and so I'm all about like my flowy pants with the elastic waistband and, or like, I've been wearing just a ton of dresses. I wear a lot of sundresses all the time. And just, it's all about that, that flowy and the ease and the breeze. And it's also seasonal, right? Like uh, in the winter time, I definitely wear more of the leggings and, but then I want them to be cute leggings, you know, not just like exercise leggings or like cute, you know, a cute flowy top or something if I'm going to be wearing my tight leggings. So it's just um, how our our bodies just change, and the yeah, seasons and they change. Different things. Yeah. yeah, and then I think it's what is this feeling state that I'm after, and what is the elevated, exalted version of that that I want to honor myself with. And I think that that doesn't that takes us out of like, well, I'm supposed to be wearing this, or I did it. It's like, no, what is it that you're wearing, and then what is it that you want to step into that is you know, it's still comfortable, but it's elevated. And it's, I'm going to use the word celebratory that you really enjoy the thing that you're wearing. People know when you enjoy wearing what you're wearing. I mean, they just know they're like, Oh my God, you look great. I see that with my boyfriend, like my boyfriend's wardrobe on our first date. He didn't even really know what I did for a living. Cause like, I guess he doesn't have social media and, um, he had just finished his training as a physician. And I was like, so like, what are you going to do with your first paycheck? Now that you've been in school for 15 years. And he was like, I really want to redo my wardrobe. 
And the way that he has like stepped into his like sauce and we've been dating for over a year and he just got some stuff this weekend. And every time I see him walk out of the dressing room, he, he just looks like, I'm so excited. I get to do this. You know, oh, that and is so, it's so for amazing. everyone. It's for children. Yeah. It's for men. It's for my grandmother lived in 98 and she used to say, bring me the catalogs and let's look through what's popular and what, you know, what I might want to add for this season. I mean, clothing and getting dressed is for everyone. Yes. Yeah. And it gets to be fun. It does not have to be a chore. Um, for my birthday, um, I, I had like a little birthday party and I was encouraging people to like wear their like festival garb, you know, or like whatever, like neon bathing suits, just like boho chic, whatever. Like I just wanted people to dress outside of their everyday something. And it was so fun to be able to see what people would come in and, and to have an excuse to kind of think outside of the box and to purchase something that they wouldn't normally wear, but that they were super excited to wear. And I, one of my girlfriends, she came and she brought her black bathing suit. And I'm like, I'm sorry, did you not get the memo? It said neon bathing suit. And so she was like, I like my black, I'm going to wear the black bathing suit. And I'm like, girl, come with me. And I, I, cause it was a neon bathing suit party. I bought a ton of neon bathing suits. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, will you please just put this on? And she's like, I'm not, I feel so uncomfortable. I'm not, I don't, well, I don't want to wear it. And I was like, will you just try? Will you just like, get out of your comfort zone for just a minute and just try it on. And if you hate it and you feel miserable, you don't have to wear it. I was like, but just try it. It was like a cute neon one piece. And so she put it on she was like, okay, all right. Yeah, I do like it. It is kind of cute. And so I was like, see, I mean, but we just get so stuck in like, what this is what I do. I wear black all the time. I wear gray all the time. I I don't wear colors and, you know, but if there's any part of you that is like, I want to incorporate more, like more fun, more color into my life than like, where would, where do you think is the best place for someone to start like branching out? So it doesn't feel like a total, like, Hey, I'm a totally evolved new wardrobe me, you know, like what, what do those steps look like to like tiptoe in? I mean, there are tons, tons and tons of that. We could do a whole other episode on this, but one of the things that I think is a really good practice to pay attention to is I'm really don't like for people to buy the same thing over and over and over again, like one top 17 colors or even five colors, because you're going to end up picking the same color out of those five that you choose, you're still going to choose like the same one. That's so so true. what a lot of people do is they'll be like, Oh, I bought it in black and white. Oh, I bought it in white and Navy. Oh, I just bought it in um gray and black. Well, you can interchange whenever you're going to wear gray, you're probably, you could also wear black. So if you have to buy two of something, buy that neutral that you're comfortable with, and then buy the brighter color. So then you can start to mix in, well, you know, if you really have to relapse to what you're comfortable with, you'll have that black version, but if you're ready to do something different, then you'll have the neon version or the lilac version or the army green version of that. Um, I also think that like knowing your color palette and keeping it on your phone and just branching out because there's a, there's a color palette of like, I don't know, it's maybe I've actually never counted, maybe like 48 colors. 36 colors in a square in the original, in the initial session that I do. 
if you get out of the like berry colors, red colors, pink colors, and maybe you want to choose one of the mini colors that's outside of that for your nails. Maybe instead of doing really, really, really plain sandals for the summer, you start doing stuff with a little bit more texture or you buy that brighter color or you just kind of start to dip in, in ways that again, it's not so much like, how can we make you a different person because you suck where you are right, <laughs> ever? Yeah. It's like, how can we, as I say, take a sidestep and then when we're ready, we'll take a step up. Sidestep yeah. and then step up. And then we kind of like dance our way, shimmy our way. And some people are more ready than others. Yeah. What I find That's so good. most fascinating is people that work with me for an extended amount of time, whether it's in a package or they do a small package now, a small package in six months, a small package in two years, where they are in six months is night and day difference in terms of courage mm. than they were in the beginning. And that ends up bleeding into the rest of their lives. That ends up there like, yeah. And you know what? Like I didn't, didn't think that I was going to be fully comfortable, but I went to this party and I knew no one. And I met this amazing new girlfriend or I never thought that I was going to get this promotion, but something inside of me was just like, you know what? You can do this. And it all comes from making these tiny choices first thing in the day where you're getting dressed. Yeah. It gives you this extra boost, extra courage, extra confidence that you can do that hard thing. And you can do that more exciting thing and you can let yourself have fun. Yeah. That's so good. Can, can you tell us more about your membership? Oh, my membership is so fun. It's so great. I love it so much. I didn't think that I was going to be this like obsessed with this membership. Um, but I started course creating really just like 2021. And I started selling a course here and there on how to clean off your wardrobe or how to um, create a vision board for your style or how to pack for things. And all of a sudden I had a lot of content and a lot of people just buying these up and buying these up and buying these up. And I thought, I bet a lot of these people have questions for me. They're maybe not doing a one-on-one that's a higher ticket price point, but they probably have questions and um, they're following me on social media. So I put all of the courses together and within six months had 70 members of people that were like, I am completely learning how to rethink about style. So there are tons of memberships out there by stylists that is not throw anybody under the bus, but they are about trends. Yeah. Um, And this is really about self-inquiry. So what are the things that I got made fun of when I was little that I really loved that I can reclaim about myself? What are the things that I feel super sexy in? And whether I'm single or divorced or widowed, that when I need to turn up the heat for myself, I'm going to wear that. I think that's a really, really, really big one that women of all ages forget that they can do, whether they're in partnership or not. Um, What are the things that really stress me out? Um, And then hearing from experts across the board. So other people that are into self-inquiry, whether that is human design or inner child healing. um, I have an expert on every single month. At the end of this month, we're hearing from someone who's 411 and she's going to tell us about all of her alterations and all the customizations that custom customizations that she makes on her clothing, which can be for any, you don't have to be 411 to learn how to customize your clothes to learn how to nip and tuck in different places that make you happy yeah, and make you get more leverage out of your clothes. So it's a really incredible group. Um, there's a lot in there. Sometimes yeah. I think people open it up and they're like, whoa, this is like an encyclopedia, but I wanted it to be an encyclopedia. Yeah. 
That's amazing. I'm so, I'm so excited and proud for you. Like watching the evolution of you and your business grow into everything that it is right now. I, I have to giggle at like how you and I met <laughs> because, <laughs> because I, I can't even remember how we got connected on Well, I found you on Instagram, but I'm saying, I don't know like how I found you on Instagram, but I was just like, obsessed with you. I was like, you, I, I just was like, so short lived. <laughs> I was like, so taken in with you. And I remember like, I was kind of new to Instagram. This was only just what, like four years ago, four years ago. Yeah. And so I was new to Instagram and I didn't know how it all worked, but I remember you were hosting like your, that workshop about the um, what was it called that you would do? It was called intentionally gray. And it was kind of a mind body connection, kind of breaking through your limits kind of thing and using physical and journaling back and forth to kind of get stuff out. Yeah. And, yeah. And so I just was like, that looks, I, I know you had hosted several before, but then when you host, you like were saying about this one that you had coming up, I messaged you and I was just like, Hey, I was like, it sounds like you could, I, I would be a great fit at your workshop. And you're like, okay. And I'm just cracking up because later on you're like, yeah, I get messages like that all the time because you are like, you're, you're definitely an influencer on Instagram. I mean, you are. And, and so it's like little old me that I'm like, Hey, you need me at your thing. And you're like, okay. But then later you're like, I get messages like that all the time, but like you, I, so I, I love it when you tell that story. Like, so what was that like? Yeah, you're like it was, it was real. That's so true. It was really like, I mean, not to sound like super cocky, but like I did always get people that, um, I had no, like any kind of connection to, or it felt any connection to that were like, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a facilitator and I want to da, da, da. And the more that I learn about myself and the more that I learn about especially human design, like I'm thorny when it comes to like people approaching me. Um, and I didn't really realize that. And I have to be careful about that. But there was something about Vaughn that I was like, yeah, she looks great. I don't even remember how many posts you had up or how much you'd even talked about. I don't know, like 18, 25, you know, I was just kind of like, did you even have a website? I mean, it was like, not, it was like, no, I had no website. Of. I was very new to breath work. And, uh, you know, I was just, I don't, I was just so drawn to you. I mean, and you're just even, I mean, now four years later, like you are just such a precious, oh, like you just, our relationship. I'm so grateful for our experiences and our love and um, and we've, I would love to just touch on some of our experiences that we've had together. Cause you've been to a lot of my classes. You've been, you've been to a lot of my stuff. So how has like you doing that inner work and showing up for yourself on that level? Um, like what have some of your experiences been like and how has it impacted you in your, in your business and all that you do now? So much. I, I'm going to say something that's going to sound so unrelated, but I, I taught fitness for eight years and I realized that the intensity of that really helped me propel myself into other arenas of life, like really challenging myself there, but I was always leading it. 
you know, I was always the one in front of the classroom doing the spin classes, breathing really hard. Um, and I think that I actually had a lot of space to think and connect in those, in those rooms. But again, I was in charge. So coming to Vaughn and having intense experiences where I'm not in charge, where I can let go, where I um, can have, and I, intense is just like the best way I can describe it of like, it's physical. You know, you, one thing that you say all the time is like breath work is work. And I think until I stop, it wasn't until I stopped teaching spin that I realized I really need the intensity of difficult physical work to bring me to different levels and connect in different ways. So when I am in your presence and in your workshops and classes, I'm able to feel this like, okay, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in control of myself, but I don't have to lead this. Yeah. I can let Vaughn take care of the leadership and I can come along for the journey, but also get to this really intense place that I quite frankly need to get to if anything is going to change in the outside world. Yeah. And um, I think that the, you know, I tell my clients this all the time, like meditation gets you so far, it helps you get still, but moving energy is a different ball game. And I think for, for me, and my relationship to you and your work. Um, I don't know that there's anything else that I've experienced that helps me get out that intensity and that fire. And, you know, I wasn't able to scream and yell and, and kick my feet when I was teaching a spin class, but right. I can in your space. And I always bring uh, an eye mask <laughs> because I don't even want to know what, if anyone is not wearing an eye mask around me, I don't want to know what their reactions are. I'm in my own zone and I'm quite frankly, like not even capable of containing my, myself. Um, and in business and in life, I think it's, you, you know, I know everyone's experiences are different, but being shown different scenarios in these journeys um, that my soul, my mind, my team shows me when I'm in the depth and intent, I know I'm using the word intense a lot, but in the intensity of connecting with my heart, with my, um, for some reason what's just coming in, it's like my inner rebel mm. is, is paramount. You know, like being able to see all of these things is like, that's who you are. You get to keep going. You've already done all these great things. You get to, you don't have to slow down. You can slow down if you want to, but here is these, the images that I see are like, don't forget all of these, these beings and these creatures and these, my grandmothers and who have passed on are here with you and to access them in this space is different from anything else that I've ever experienced anywhere else. Does that make sense? Am I yeah, it, it makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah because intensity, it's not having to be in charge. It's letting you guide it. And I will say, I've been thinking about this since you asked me to do this podcast, like the music that you play, the drums that you have, all of that feels like um, very spiritually familiar to me. Like, it feels like that what you play really resonates with me. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like the sound of my soul. And I'm sure other women feel that way, you know? Yeah. 
Thank you so much for for sharing that and for showing up for yourself over and over and over again. And I love the way that you said that about about the lead, you know, because you know, people are like, "Oh, well I, you know, I show, you know, I'm doing the things, I'm doing the things, I'm I'm doing all this, I am breathing, I am working out, I but until you like really show up in with intention to a space where you can be supported and held and guided into unknown realms because you can only take yourself so far. So that's why like showing up is so important so that you can go into the multi-dimensions that you haven't yet accessed. And, And it's just so, and then to be able to do it with other people, you know, like that is it's always so mind blowing, like how it's almost like the more people that are gathered together, the more intense the energy becomes and how much deeper the surrender can be. And I just love it because I can always, always, always count on you to get that party started, you know, to like when, when we were, we're in a class and, and I'm like, you know, in encouraging people to release, you know, like with their exhales, with a verbal exhale or to start, you know, moving their body around or, you know, like you get that energy started right away. And I always am just so grateful to you for showing up in that way, because when you show up for yourself, it gives permission to the person next to you in that whole room. Oh, we're doing that. Okay. Let's go. Let's play. Yeah. And I want to reiterate that, like, when I take other people's spin classes and I feel like I'm on this verge of like, I need to let this out. Like what I'm feeling, what I'm seeing, what I'm experiencing in my heart in my mind, my soul is like, I want to do these very like lioness roaring and the way fitness is right now, because I was in that industry for so long, like it's not as raw as it was, at least when I was leading it. So having this space to get raw and like, I live in a condo building. So like, even if I were to do this in my home, like I would probably have the police knocking on my door. Right. (laughs) Because Like, where are we as women doing this? Like, if it's not in our fitness classes, if we're not doing this on walks, if we're not doing this in our homes because we're in a townhome or a condo or we don't want to scare our young children, like, where are we releasing? Yeah. Yeah. I know that there are like, you know, memes about like forest screaming, you know, like right next to a forest. Wish I was, you know, but if I can't forest scream, then it's with Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so beautiful. Beautifully said, shared. Oh, I just love you so much, Lillian. And I'm so grateful for for you and your light and your role that you are playing in this lifetime. Like you're 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 really showing up for yourself. Like and the impact, like you are making an impact. Thank honey you. baby girl child. Just I'm just confirming, witnessing you and and I just I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Right back at you. And I have loved watching you grow. I mean, what an honor and what a joy to just see your evolution. And before we started this conversation, um, Vaughn did this beautiful prayer for us. And she said, our souls are up here dancing together. And I saw these like great outfits. We were in these great outfits of our two souls. And we were like kind of in the clouds, but then there were like planets underneath us. And we were literally doing this like, 
uh, 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 like kind of like high fiving each other and stuff. And I was like, I wonder what Vaughn thinks she's wearing as a soul up there and like her spirit with me. So like, what do you think you were wearing? I don't know, but it was badass and it was flowy or, you know, I mean, it was, it was all the spiritual woo woo things like, yeah. <laughs> like our highest selves were up there, like, hi, let's do a dance and all that good stuff. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. I saw you in like something similar, but you also had on a headdress. Of course. Yeah. If I'm hanging with you up in the ethers, I'm wearing, I'm wearing like I'm wearing a big old headdress, headdress crown yeah. of some Feathered. sort. <laughs> um, and then these just, you know, the flowy pants and you had on like way more jewelry, like just gobs of jewelry. And I had on this like wingtip kind of like top. And- oh, I can see. Oh, as soon as you said that, I like had a visual of exactly it was like what you're wearing. That were like, but they were really flexible so that we could move, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> thank oh, you for taking so me there awesome. yeah thank you and that is fun like I notice now when I show up to classes like the the like my outfits set oh, the mood you know like I remember the first time I wore a crown to a class and I was like freaking owning that crown I'm like I'm leading this class and I'm gonna wear a crown damn it and but it's yeah. a permission being granted like I had to give myself permission to dress a certain way to wear the crown, to own it, to be it. And that's ultimately what this whole conversation is about is whatever your soul desires, how to be expressed. Can you be so bold as to give that permission? Like, what does that look like for you? And and to spend that time really connecting to, to what you really, really, really desire and then honoring it and being guided by a professional to help you find the right colors and the right styles and the right shapes for it all to come together. So I think a lot of people actually like deep down have this idea of like what they would do or could do, but they kind of do it with this like wincing and like, but I can't afford it or I couldn't do that or it wouldn't look good on me. But and I've never done it before. I think that's a lot, a lot of things, you know, as people are coming into themselves, it's like, well, I've always only been a girl that wears black. Like how all of a sudden do I start wearing funky pants and a funky color? Or, you know, like, how do I, how do I do that? Well, right. you hook up with Lillian over mm-hmm. here and she will guide you step by step, literally how to discover and integrate and integrate well yeah that's so true so and and then it really will go beyond so much more beyond that because I do think also like the way that you dress will attract Mm -hmm. people in your life you know like I remember Dan he remembers specifically what I was wearing the night that we met and and so it matters it matters what we wear yeah yeah. Yeah. I love a man who notices a good outfit or great shoes or, uh, you know, like, I don't think I could date anybody or be with anybody that was like, Oh, I didn't notice that, you know, you had this, whatever. I mean, my boyfriend notices everything and you know, it'll be like something super old, but I've just never worn it in front of him. And he's like, new looks amazing. <laughs> well, of course he has to be that for you because you are all of that. So you need someone to like witness you in your glory every damn day. Damn it. I was just actually texting with Indira, my best friend Yvonne knows about this. And, um, I think a lot of women, and then I'll, you know, I know you need to close out, but 
I think a lot of women are like, you know, I just wish that he would do this or notice this. And like, I know that like, this is expensive, but I, you know, I want this thing. And I'm like, don't whine about it. Just do it. Mm, I mean, quite frankly, like, yeah, if you, if you want your person to acknowledge you in certain ways, like instead of dropping hints or, you know, mamby pamby around, like, did you notice? Da, 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 ask them. Yeah. Ask your person. Oh, and me, yeah. I like love this. And if you were to throw me some compliments on this, like I would love that. I love, or if they start doing it, acknowledging, I love when you compliment me. Yes. I love when you do this and ask for it, ask for that, which you would like. If you want your dude to go shopping with you, even if it's for 20 minutes, if he can't stand it, my guy loves to go shopping with me, but even if it's 20 minutes, it would mean so much to me. If you walked into the store with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or not, or not like Dan, like I, I have zero desire to go shopping with that man, like zero. And, and, and that's totally fine. Yeah. But, but but know what, know what you want and then ask for it. Yeah. 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 Asking for, you know, like a date night. Like sometimes if we haven't been on a date, well, I really want to go to dinner and I want to go somewhere nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's like, you got it. I'll make your reservations. And you know, maybe that's not going to be the case for your relationship, but you got to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And then on that note to even make it feel special and just to say something like, like I know when I'm wearing something or <laughs> you know, I'll be wearing, wearing something and I'll be like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not wearing any panties. And then it like <laughs> sets up the mood, like all day. He's like thinking of me because of one comment that I made about what I was wearing or not wearing, you know, like if I'm wearing a little flowy skirt and he knows that, then it's like, oh, oh yeah. And that just creates like more intimacy and more excitement in our relationship. Totally. Or even if, you know, and again, not all partners are going to be like at this level, but even of like, what do you want me to wear tonight? Or, you know, because in your closet, you love everything that's in there. So he could pick anything or she could pick anything. And it would be like, great. I love that too, because it's in my closet because I love it. And I only have things that I love. And then all of a sudden they're like in this expression game with you where you're getting fed, they're getting fed. They're getting the attention. Yeah. Like beautiful. Like it's a relationship with yourself, with the other person. Um, I mean, there's so much around intimacy. Well, and I think the key word there with what you just said is you love everything in your closet. So it doesn't matter what they pick. You already love it. So you have to get to the point where you love everything in your closet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which requires there will be no shitty options if you go through your closet and get rid of the shitty options. Right. For all those people that are like, but then I would have nothing. Well, then let's talk. Yeah, exactly. Boom. <laughs> boom. Shaka laka laka boom. <laughs> let's talk. That's perfect. That's a perfect note to end on. Yeah. So everything she just said, if you don't like it, call Lillian. She is your girl. And please follow her on Instagram. She is so fun and so inspirational. And she sure had me hooked from the very beginning. So, and it's been a beautiful, loving ongoing deepening of our relationship and friendship that just, I know our souls are so proud of us for being together, for me reaching out, for me having the nerve, the balls to reach out to you. I I didn't, all I knew is I loved you. You had every right to be like, okay, girl, you know, and just ignore me. But I said yes to my intuition and you said yes to your intuition and here we are. And that's how it works, people.
our souls were dancing together going, yes. go girls, girl, yes. go girls. <laughs> so take the step, make the, reach out to someone that, that you resonate with. And it's just know that it's coming from a higher place that is guiding you called you. your soul. Oh, your soul, your soul is speaking to you. Listen to it. <laughs> all right, my love. I am so grateful to you and I'll make sure I have all your links available, but your membership, I think lots of people are going to need to get up in there. So I'm so grateful to you and I hope you, um, all enjoyed this conversation. Reach out to us. Let us know your biggest takeaways and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.